Coffee with Clarissa on Money FM 89.3. Okay, we try that again. I'm Clarissa Montero with my guest today, Bing Blockbergen. I blinked her out earlier because, you know, I, I do that sort of thing. <laughs> but she is in the studio with us, the director of GastroSense. Hello. Hello, Clarissa. And I'm not even wearing any bling today. I know. I don't know why I blinged you out, but, you know, maybe because you're so beautiful. <gasps> Thank you very much. <laughs> and that's not true, but And anyway. I really, really appreciate the fact that you are wearing Money FM colours. Well, green. Green, but it's, it's a specific shade of green. You look like you belong next to our board. We will take a picture of you later. But first, I've known you for a while. In fact, when I first met you, you were the general manager of Miller. Yes, very good memory. And how do you go from being the general manager of this high-end kitchens and kitchenware company to starting your own business and pursuing a passion in food? Or is there always, has there always been a passion in food? I think um, the families always loved food. Mm-hmm. Even with Mila, it was always, I mean, it was home appliances. Right. But you would always do something with home appliances, is preparing the, the most delicious meals mm-hmm. and, and cooking at home. So it's always very much associated with the lifestyle. And, you know, my husband longer than I have. <laughs> it's true, actually. Yes, You've known true. him longer than I have. I've yeah. known him for longer than you have. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, thank you for reminding me how old I am, but okay. <laughs> Same. So... Um, you know, him being in the hotel business mm-hmm. uh, previously and being in F&B, right. we were always, I mean, our relationship was sealed through food. Through food. Yes. Love blossomed over meals. Yes. And it's true to say that you sort of go, you know, you attract somebody th- through the stomach, right? Mm-hmm. So f- I think from, you know, focusing on food in business is, is really, it's along the same path. I, I don't think it was a, a change of path. Mm-hmm. It's just whether you focus on a, a multinational company that, that, produces quality appliances mm-hmm. or you're now in a business where you're helping companies or other brands develop brands related to food uh, business. So right. that's really what we do today. It's uh, really about brand development, marketing mm-hmm. and communications of restaurants. That's really the core business of what GastroSense is about these days. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of restaurants that open have a great idea. They've got a great menu. They may even have a great venue but if they don't get the word out, if they don't have the right marketing behind it, they fail. I think um, more and more these days, because there's so so much competition out there, right. um, not just having good food. I think in the past, you could have good food and you're hoping people line up in front of your stall and, mm-hmm. and come support you. But these days, you really need to have a great concept. And I think um, for a lot of F&B businesses, a lot of people may cook very well, but they, they may not know how to, in a way, articulate what the brand is about. Right. So that's where we step in. We help with uh, brand messaging to sort of do a market understanding, the market analysis and intelligence mm-hmm. of how to differentiate themselves as a brand. Right. So from there, we develop the brand messaging and of course, then getting the word out there to the various um, target audience right. as to what the, the product is about, how to so differentiate you, themselves. So you start actually quite early within a brand. It's like you, you actually work out their DNA yes. almost with them. That, that would be always the dream project. There are some projects where we would step in when the concept has been defined mm-hmm. and we would help to, be, uh, to articulate the messaging. Right. The dream projects are the ones where we would come in when the product is 
still it's there, but it mm-hmm. needs a further definition. Sure. Um, so that yes, so we work out the DNA, what the brand is all about, and then helping the the owners define the various touch points from food to service uh, to various aspects of the the operations to align with the brand messaging, and. Uh, for us, that's really the, the way to success because if your messaging is completely different from the actual delivery, mm-hmm. then there is that, that disconnect and it doesn't make sense anymore. And it is a very, very crowded marketplace. It's extremely crowded. So you have to have your, your messaging correct. Yes. So it's more than just eating because, I mean, just in the last week, I had three people tell us, oh, you have a great job. You spend all day eating. I mean, we do a lot of eating. I mean, sure. I invested my body <laughs> in kilograms and I mean, but I think it's it's not just eating. It's really, it's not so much whether I like the food. Mm-hmm. We always have to think, does the food appeal to the target audience? Right. Not just anyone, it's the target audience. Does it speak the brand? So I think it's it's hard to to sort of give feedback on something, whether you like it or not, if it's not really aligned with the brand. Sure. Yeah. Mm. And you talking about that's your dream project where you can start at, at the very beginning with the DNA have done that with a restaurant that the other half started <laughs> himself. So the ultimate dream, isn't it? That was the, um, I think it's. it started with, you know, it's a funny, it was a funny dream. Mm-hmm. Um, Constantino has always loved cooking. He's loved food. He grew up in a family surrounded by food. His father was a chef and apparently he's, um, I've not met him, but his maternal grandfather was a baker. It, right. And... I think it was four years back mm-hmm. during one Christmas, BC, my sister, decided to buy him a bread maker. Wow. So one of those m- machines that you put flour in and, and you make bread. Mm-hmm. And he used that sort of, it's, it's become a, not a white elephant's black. So it's a black elephant because mm-hmm. he used it twice. Mm-hmm. And he fell in love with making bread. Mm-hmm. So he sort of reconnected to his history and he started making bread at home. Uh, sourdough specifically, it's not just, and he didn't want to use any sort of baker's yeast or any sort of um, baking powder. So from that journey, um, as of... Nine months ago, in March um, right. of 2017, he opened Firebake. So Firebake, very much a a project where it was just from a dream mm-hmm. to putting it down into what it is today, and know. it is very successful today. Um, we would like to say that we are blessed. I mean, there are a group of people who follow the brand, and I yep. think they understand what we're trying to do, which is trying to make um, bread the old-fashioned way. Right. How breads were made historically, where that's just uh, that three ingredients: is that organic flour, mm-hmm. it's water, it's uh, sourdough, which is like wild yeast, yep. and of course, thyme. And where I think um, Constantino is really—did I call him Constantino? Because yes, I get confused yeah. uh, what to call him, but. Tino is usually what I, I call him. So I think what what he does. Dear works too, but okay. <laughs> no, no, maybe not on radio, but uh, okay, Tino. And uh, what how he makes it different is really building these crazy wood fired ovens mm-hmm. and um, using like five thousand bricks, so that all the bread that's proof for over twenty hours is then baked in the oven um, naturally with uh, wood fire. Yeah. yeah, no, because I, I brought some... And in fact, it was some of my colleagues, Howie Lim and Audrey Ying, and I went, I think, on a Friday night or something to have dinner at Firebake, and we were so pleased for you at how busy it was. You know, it, it, it was a popping place. and I mean, your location is great. You can tell people where you're located. Go ahead. We're at 237 East Coast Road. <laughs> We're next to the Esso station. Right. <laughs> and you know, the thing is, East Coast Road is where all the great food is, right? And for you guys to be just packed, 
says a lot about the brand and your messaging and your DNA get, being right. And your menu too. So I'm I'm say, I'm raising this because the next time I come I would like to have a, a table. <laughs> yes. And I brought you a sample of a new Yes, bait. you did. Yeah. She has yeah. given us a bag of sourdough and other baked goods, no, I think. It's great because uh, these are some of the new items that we're launching because we just started the all-day service. So mm-hmm. we used to only open for dinner at the start mm-hmm. and then we open only for brunch on the weekends and right. it sort of expanded. Mm-hmm. So now we are officially open for breakfast as well. So it starts 8.30 all day, mm-hmm. uh, Tuesdays to Sunday. So Monday, I think he needs to rest. Of course we, he does. We need to give we him a day rest. We all need a day off. Yes, so he has that precious one day on Monday, but otherwise um, we're open every day. Yeah. All day from 8.30. 8.30 till late. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. However... Is this the dream or does the dream move on to expanding to having multiple outlets, um, corners in shopping malls? Is, is there a bigger dream now that you've done this one thing? What about expanding? You know, um, I think this question really should be answered by KB, Tino, Constantino, whatever we call him. Um, but I think from as a wife, um, mm-hmm. what I do know is, I mean, for him, it's never about franchise. Right. It's never about um, putting a concept in the space. I think if he hadn't secured this corner that we love, because we live in Teluk Kural, right. and this corner is very much... Uh, Right in the middle of the village, it's like a, we want to be a village baker, right? Where the you know everyone in the village would come in and and visit. Mm-hmm. I think if he hadn't found this space, a concept like fire bake would not be exactly how it is today. Sure. There may be sort of um, different versions of it, but it wouldn't be what it is exactly. So I think for Constantino, um, if he were to open another concept, it would be very much what the location is about. It, it, because you have to fit into the DNA right. of the location as well. Okay. Because it needs to, we want to be a neighbourhood place, you know, where people would come because they feel you're part of the family of, you know, living in, in that area. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm sure that if there was an opportunity somewhere else and a, a concept would, uh, ideal concept would, would fit in it, he would consider. But uh, having multiple fire bake would... I think quite unlikely, exactly okay. as the, the version it is. Yeah. So that's, that's part of the overall dream, to be the village baker. Yes. Cool. <laughs> quite a sexy village baker there. Yes. <laughs> he does wear an apron. I have seen him yes. in his apron. <laughs> He's grown his hair. That I have not seen. Yeah, you know, with the people who know known him from his corporate days, it's mm-hmm. always like a, a, a change because... When I knew him, when you knew him, I mean, yeah. it was the hotel guy, right? Right, he was the hotel and, guy. Yeah, suit, short hair, the tie. Mm-hmm. Now it's the long curly hair, you know, the, the t- apron. Yes, the apron with the t-shirt underneath, not just the apron. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I think he's in his element. He's doing what he loves, which is important. Yeah. And are you in your element and doing what you love? Well, I, I wake up every day and I look forward to going to work. Um, I was told to give a shout out to my colleagues at the office. <laughs> so if you're we'll all listening, listening from Sense, see Clarissa says you, you better be listening. It's a hello to everyone. And I think it's important. I mean, I wake up every morning. I look forward to, to going to work. And it's not just a bunch of very, very wonderful people I work with, but it's also the clients. We work with about uh, 15 different restaurant clients. And mm-hmm. I think it's, it's not by chance that... Uh, you know, we come together. It's, I think for GastroSense, it's very important about finding people who, who share who have shared values, mm-hmm. uh, philosophy. You may not have to be a premium restaurant. You don't have to be a really casual concept. But what's important is you must be vested in your business.
business. You must be passionate. You must want to do something unique a specialty concept. And I think that's where we work very well with our clients when, when this kind of magic comes together. It's where everyone has that same goal of wanting to make something extremely unique, um, a differentiated product in the market. So yes, every day coming to work, it's um, working on different projects, working with different people, different concepts. So it's, uh, it's good. Good. And we eat every day. And you eat every day. <laughs> we eat every day too, and we have guests who uh, do foodie things. <laughs> yes, yes. We're lucky. I think from that perspective, we're all blessed. Yeah. We are all blessed. Yes. Now, now somebody in, in their office, in their corporate outfit, thinking, you know, I, I would love to be able to fa- follow a, fa- um, a passion like this. And there have been lawyers who have become successful restaurateurs, doctors who have become successful bar owners. And because that is their passion. So would you say on the back of a successful bar, bistro, restaurant, cafe, whatever, there has to be passion. It isn't about making money. It's about actually wanting to do this, loving the food or the, the atmosphere of a bar or whatever. That has to be at the core for it to have a chance at being successful. I think passion is one layer of mm-hmm. it. I think a lot of people uh, say they have passion. Mm-hmm. I think that's important because that drives you to do things, right? But I, I remember a conversation we had with uh, Thomas Keller a few years back, and he always used the word desire, right. which is about, I mean, you have a passion, but are you really, do you have the desire to make it succeed? And I think part of also uh, having a successful, let's say, an F&B concept mm-hmm. is that I think we all must acknowledge that we don't have the skills for everything. If you're a successful business person, a banker, a lawyer, whatever you are, Mm -hmm. you still need to find people with the expertise. I mean, you would be a great person in in the corporate world, but would you have the the people with the right experience for an F&B business? So I think it's always good to find, to surround yourself with people with experience. Do trust that they they would give you invaluable feedback and, you know, work together as a team because just... um, Sometimes applying what you know in other areas and not also working with people who know the trait. Um, uh, I mean, that's really important. So you really need to do that. But yeah. that, is, that is quite applicable across the board in any industry. Whatever it is that you know, mm. you're not going to know everything to be successful at starting a business mm. by yourself. You need to pull in professionals who are good at what they do, understand your limitations Absolutely. and pull in the professionals who can help you, consultants, whatever, right? We, it's interesting you say that because earlier this week we had Violet Un on the show and she said, I was a journalist, but I had a passion for food, but I was a terrible restaurateur. You know, my, I had to close my restaurant. I didn't make money mm. because I was a journalist mm. and I didn't understand business. Mm. And it was only now because her kids are in the business and they come from a business perspective that her restaurants are successful. They're doing so well, aren't they? Mm. Yes, because she needed that infusion, that experience, that knowledge of business, which she didn't have. So it's not, it's not embar- I think it should never be embarrassing or it's, it should never be something that people are afraid to say that I need a consultant to come in mm. with whatever Absolutely. business. You know, because you, you need the expertise of several different people to, to really make a go of it. And in most industries, it is a crowded market. Absolutely. And I mean, the statistics out there, right, that says that, uh, you know, out of how many restaurants are open in a, in a year, how many close. Mm-hmm. So I think the numbers of 2016 is roughly about 750 that open yearly and about 500 close yearly. Wow. I mean, it's a very competitive number. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, besides passion, you really, really want to make it successful. 
I mean, it's not just a, a passion that you you go in and, and do what you like. You have to do what makes sense as well. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to get a great concept, a very coherent concept, and coherent delivery because it, it's just so difficult. I mean, I every time somebody says I want to open a restaurant, I'm thinking to myself, do you really know what it takes to to get there? Because it's hard work. It's really hard it's hard work, work yeah. and you have to have your planning right. Mm every step of the way and you have to have your DNA right and your marketing right <laughs> and and then good luck yes. with your your idea and and maybe it's going to be a big success now you guys have done fire bake and okay you've said he wants to be the the uh, village baker <laughs> so then what is next for gastrosense well, uh, GastroSense has been, we've been actively in developing brands, marketing mm-hmm. and communications, I would say, effectively, I would say in the last three and a half years. Right. Um, I think it's, I say to a lot of people, I, I think we all feel it, the media landscape is really changing. Mm-hmm. I mean, doing PR and communications is just completely changed and much, um, I think it's felt a lot stronger in the last year and a half. So for us, we are always um, and very much looking at new ways of communicating on behalf of our client. It wouldn't be just your, I would say, everyday PR, the, the conventional PR. We need to look at how to make sure that each brand is strong enough and be able to get the following on that very on the very own as well. Because uh, we can rely on others to help us communicate, but I think the brand itself needs to be a lot stronger. So I th- we will have to find ways to, to, to look at formulas to help the clients get there. Yeah. So that's what's next for yes. you. Sounds like you'll have a busy 2018. Well, I hope so. Busy is often good. Not always, but often good. Busy is, I, I always say, busy is better than the alternative. That's, that's absolutely <laughs> true. Yes. And on that note, thank you so much, Bing Blockbergen, <laughs> Director of GastroSense, for coming in and talking to us about... Well, you know, to some extent, chasing your dreams. But in, <laughs> what you said means define your dreams first before you go Absolutely. chase them. Absolutely. But thank you for having me here. It was yeah. our pleasure. Money FM 89.3.